Today, we continue the conversation with more mindset hacks for success on today's episode. You are listening to the Champion Hustle Podcast. Play to succeed in business and in life. Featuring Levi Hunsaker and Ryan Black. Hello and welcome to the Champion Hustle Podcast. My name is Ryan Black. And I'm Levi Hunsaker. And in today's episode, we are going to continue the conversation that we started last week with mindset hacks for success. Because when you get down to it, if you don't have the right mindset, nothing else is going to work. Levi, how you doing today, man? Pretty good. I, I hear you uh, have some construction going on in your backyard, so it might be interesting if we hear any of that going on in today's episode. Yes, I do. We've got backhoes and bobcats and a bunch of heavy machinery out there. So <laughs> if what the house starts shaking, uh, we're just kind of finishing up the backyard, built a new house. And so now we're getting things dialed in for the backyard. So if, uh, yeah, if the house starts shaking or if you hear rumbling, no earthquake, hopefully that's just what we got going on. Hashtag not an earthquake. Exactly. <laughs> So, so today we're going to continue the conversation about the, the mindset hacks for success. And well, I just want to dive right in. And I want to kick things off today with context. Now, context is kind of like your paradigm or your perspective that you have about the world. And your context really determines what you feel you're worth. So let's say, for example, um, let's say you make $50,000 a year and that's your income. And that's kind of how it's been for a while that's your context will dictate to you that you are worth $50,000. So even if an opportunity comes, that is a $100,000 opportunity to where you could, you're very capable, you could take advantage of it. You have the, you know, the skill set and everything to be able to, to uh, participate in that opportunity. You'll reject it. Why? Because in your mind, in your context, you are only worth $50,000. So there's all these opportunities that are coming our ways in, in, in life. And because our context is limiting, it's actually rejecting those things. So what we need to do is we actually, in reality, you have to brainwash yourself, right? So you brainwash yourself in order to expand that context. In a good way. Yes, <laughs> in a good way. But we're expanding that context so that greater opportunities are not simply rejected out of that context because they're going to come either way. But if we have a very limited context that says, well, where I'm at is the greatest I'm ever going to get, then when those opportunities come, and come along and they do come along and they come along frequently, they will simply get rejected and go away. So expand your context so that the opportunities that come your way will be received and so that you feel worthy of those opportunities and receiving them in your life. Yeah, I, I really like the way that you say that. Expand your context. You're not saying change your context. You're not changing. You are growing. You're expanding. So awesome. Okay, so let's dive into the next one. Perception versus reality. Now, the way that I like to think about this is truth versus belief. Now, the, there's truth. The truth is I am sitting in a chair talking to Ryan over the internet on a podcast right now. That's truth. I can look at his shirt through the video that, that we have and see that it's got lines or seashells or something on it. I can't quite tell, but it's awesome. I like it. That is belief. Somebody else may not like it. That's their belief. But And they would the, be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
they would be wrong because it's awesome. But when it really comes down to it, other people's perception is their reality. Now, there are things that we can do to help their their perception to help change their reality, but their perception is their reality. So same thing goes for you. Your perception is your reality. How do you perceive yourself? How do you perceive others? Is it with a negative or a positive mindset? Negative or positive aspects? Just make sure that you self-analyze yourself into what you are projecting to others. Yeah, and, and I really like that's That really is an important concept, and it ties perfectly in with the next one that I want to share, which is kind of similar yet different, which involves events and interpretation. So if you visualize in your mind, any time that something happens, right, what happened is the event. Now, this could be, um, I don't know, let's say somebody died, right? Let's say somebody dies, that is what happened. Now, we give anything that happens a meaning. Our brain, we have to give it meaning. And so that is our interpretation of what happened or our perspective. So we have what happened and then we have the meaning that we associate with it. Now, inherently, these two things are separate and completely distinct, right? What happened and then how we interpret it. The challenge is, is our brains want to blend the two together and actually mix them and link them together to make them one single thing. So talking about, Levi, what you were just saying about perception and reality, there was a truth, what happened? Then our interpretation, that gets linked to what happened, and then we attribute meaning or significance to those events. Now, why does this matter? It's because what happens, happens, right? That, it will happen, it is, it simply is. All that we can control is our interpretation of what happened. The, um, uh, what was it, last week or a few days ago, we had a, a training class that we were participating in and we did an exercise. And it was, uh, you know, right now we're kind of in the middle still of uh, this COVID thing. And we did an exercise where I said, okay, tell me, and I explained this, this principle, and I said, tell me why you are grateful for COVID and all of the ripple effects that it has created because most people are very, very negative about it. But understanding that we take events and we take our interpretation and we separate them and we can be grateful and find positivity in any situation. It was just, I mean, there were, there were dozens and dozens and dozens of responses and they were all quite different from, from members of this training class. And they were genuine as to why they were grateful for COVID and the things that had come from it. So the, the importance of this principle is things will happen in life. Regardless of what it is, the event and your interpretation are separate. And if you truly look for a way to tweak your perspective, to have the right mindset, and make that event a positive and empowering thing versus something that is uh, you know, frustrating or negative or, or disempowering, that can make all the difference moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's that perspective, the the gratitude, having these things in your life, it, it allows things to be in a, a context of these are happening for me rather than to me. When when things happen to you, you're a victim. But when yes. they happen for you, 
you're in control, you are responsible, and you get to decide how you handle that. And they're for your benefit, right? Yes. You do something for somebody, right? These events are opportunities, they're growth opportunities for you. So slightest little vernacular, man, the slightest little change of words really makes such a big difference. Words mean things, Ryan. I don't know if you knew that, but words mean things. I did. I learned that <laughs> profound statement from a, from a mutual friend years ago. Words Absolutely. mean things. Okay. Well, the next one that I want to go into is ask questions. Now, this doesn't mean be negative about it, but ask questions. When you think you know everything, you've already lost. There's always something more to be learned. So when you ask a question, you don't say, I can't do it, or you, you state something as a matter of fact that's probably a belief, but your brain, when you ask a question, you just gave your brain permission to solve a problem. So ask questions. And if you aren't getting the results that you want in your business or in your life, ask better questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so think about some of these things. And I'm going to, you know what? We're going to practice this right now. Are your questions negative or positive? That's a big one. Yeah. If, if you are talking to yourself or talking to other people in a negative way, you get negativity coming back to you. So why not try positivity for a change? You know, um, do you want your questions to be positive or negative? Well, now we talked about, are they, where do you want them to be? More questions. How will positive questions help you improve your mindset? How will positive questions help those people around you? And what are your next steps for creating positive questions? And that's something, you know, this really goes, de delves into the realm of NLP or Neuro Linguistic Programming. And uh, I think, Levi, I think it would be awesome at some point in the future to have, Ooh. we actually know a few folks. Yes, we do. Who are, um, I don't know what you call it, practitioner or instructors um, within the NLP realm. I think it'd be great to have somebody on as a guest to dive a little bit deeper into some of those tips for neuro-linguistic programming because it's awesome. It uh, really I powerful. think that is a great idea. We'll... We'll write that down and look forward to it in a future episode. Right on. Okay, speaking of future, right? I want to talk about past, <laughs> present. How, how'd you like that for a segue, man? <laughs> I'm the segue master. I, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> segue magic. Past, present, and future, right? So I want to talk about that as it relates to goal setting. Because when you're looking at, um, and I'm going to use the example of, of health in this example. I'll say about being overweight, okay? So let's say that you are currently uh, 20 pounds overweight. And obviously this applies to anything, but I'm just gonna use that because that's Why did you example. look at me when you said that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna continue. <laughs> so let's say you're 20 pounds overweight and, um, and so you're looking at what your goal. Your goal is, hey, I want to lose, um, you know, I wanna lose 20 pounds. Now, the, thing, the challenge is, is when we look towards our future self, what we do is we look to our past and we project our past self to our future self. Now, why is that? Because in our past, that is our reality, right? You can look and say, okay, today, um, maybe today I weigh 220 and in the past I weighed, 
well, to 200, and I really want to get down to 180. But since in the past you weighed 200 and currently you weigh 220, your future projection, the only reality that you know is, well, I weigh between 200 and 220. Now, because of that, it's very, very limiting. We, we limit the vision of what we're able to become because although there are multiple, I guess you could say alternate futures or realities or possibilities that you have in the future of saying, look, right now I'm 200, or right, excuse me, right now I'm 220, I was 200, I could be 180. That's, that's one option. In the future, you could be 180. You could also be 200 in the future, or you could be, I don't know, 250 or 150 or whatever. But because we subconsciously base our future self off of past experience and of what our reality has been, most likely most people get tunnel vision on who they were previously. They get tunnel vision on on how they were. And so by doing that, you actually ignore the other possibilities and then end up staying exactly where you are and not reaching the goal. So uh, hopefully my, my analogy made sense. But no, it's good. What, I'm, what I'm trying to get across is this. Your past successes or failures or results do not define future outcomes. You need to open your possibilities to say, while this may be my past reality, I'm not going to project my past results on my future results because I am in control of creating those and and just get that because it's by nature we want to do that and just get that out so that you're not doing that and you're truly having an optimistic open mind to be able to achieve whether it's a business goal, a weight loss goal, a relationship goal, whatever it is, doesn't matter. The future is not yet written and you have control over creating that in your life. Yeah, and and I love that analogy because, um, you know, one of our mentors, we have really, you know, he said something that really hit me along those lines. And and he talked about something being impossible. And our, our past really makes us look at it and think, okay, this is impossible. I can't do this. And, and to be honest, can't is one of my f- like m- most hated four-letter swear words, right? <laughs> can't is a swear word. Yes, I'm lots of canting all over the place right now. But as you take that word and remove it from your vocabulary, and instead of thinking what is not possible and thinking about your past, your history, Go sample somebody else's. See what really is possible and start putting those positivity mindset hacks to work and and really expanding the vision of what your life really could be. I love it. Okay. All right. The next one that I'm going to jump into is one of the most powerful and smallest words in the English language. Can you guess what that is, Ryan? I. That is the smallest, or <laughs> one of the smallest. But that's not the word I'm talking about here. How so, about no. You can't guess it? No. You, knows no, the you w- can't? N- knows the word. <laughs> oh, screw you. Just go ahead. <laughs> now, now we're just being ridiculous. The word is no. The word of the day is no. So... Really, as you start to look 
at everything that you've got in your life, there are so many things competing for our time. How powerful is that word no when you can say no to ineffective offers? Really clear off your plate, focus your energy on the things that matter, faith, family, fitness, finances, and fun, and really get focused and say no to ineffective offers. It's amazing how much time and really productivity that can add to your business and your life. Yeah, and it's hard sometimes, right? It's hard to say no. <laughs> it is, because it's like, oh, opportunities and interesting things and distractions and everything is vying for our attention. And so it can be, it can be a little bit challenging at times, but awesome. Well, so you're talking about no to take it on the opposite end of the spectrum over to yes. I want to talk about positive. Man, I'm on a segue roll today. On the, <laughs> I want to go with, with talk about affirmations because affirmations is all about positivity and what you are. Now, two of the most powerful words in the English language are I am. I am, right? And uh, in the prior episode, we talked a little bit about be, do, have, right? And about the importance of that in uh, last week. But here with affirmations, it's all about I am. We're defining who we are in this moment. Now, granted, when you're using these affirmations, affirmations could be probably most likely things that you're currently technically not, right? You're maybe you're, I am a, uh, you know, successful businessman that makes $500,000 a year salary, right? And maybe you're currently making 10% of that. Like, I don't know, whatever it is. But once again, by defining I am with these affirmations, as you do them over and over and read them aloud, read them daily in front of a mirror and don't, I am a successful businessman. No, I am a successful businessman that nets $500,000 per year. I am this, I am that, I am, right? And so you continue to go through all of these affirmations and by vocalizing it and declaring it out to the universe, you are creating something. You're creating something new and it's, it's simple, but it's powerful. So that would be, this one, sometimes people think like, oh, that sounds silly, I'm gonna feel dumb, do it. <laughs> Do it by yourself in the morning. Nobody will see you. Nobody will laugh at you. Stare in the mirror and enthusiastically read through, write up some affirmations and read through them every day. I guarantee you, if you do it with your heart and you do it for like 30 days continuously, you will notice a difference in your mindset, in your attitude, in your confidence, in simply how you feel because you are changing you're vocalizing a new conversation. We all have subconscious conversations that are going on in our mind all the time. You're now overpowering that with, rather than a debilitating conversation, an empowering conversation that will generate the results you want. So positive affirmations about who you are currently, reinforcing who you are, the good things about you, as well as adding in or enhancing those things with those attributes that you want to entail moving forward Super, super powerful. Awesome. And and I don't know if you guys caught that, but Brian th or Ryan threw out some really good nuggets there. The consistency is the first one. Do that for 30 days. 
And if you can build that consistency and build that habit, powerful things are, are waiting for you. And the Amen. second thing was, have it written down and stick it on your mirror. That's somewhere that you are every day, unless you don't shower. Just saying. <laughs> hey, COVID, man. You can go for months <laughs> now without showering. Save a lot of money on soap. And, you're not going to interact with anybody, but, <laughs> but really put it somewhere where you're going to see it every day. And the mirror is a great place because that's where you're going to say it anyway. You want to look yourself in the eyes and really say it with passion and heart. Okay. Another one of my favorites here. Do one thing every day that scares you. Now, why do I say this? Why is this a mindset hack? So things that scare you, that might be that um, you have anxiety and, and you feel like you're not very good at talking to other people. So even just smiling or saying hi to someone, if that scares you and you do it anyway, what is that going to do inside of yourself? It's going to help you start to realize that these things aren't as big a deal as we make them inside our own heads. And when we can tackle those and do consistently one thing every day to step out of our comfort zone and, and no, not even step out of our comfort zone, but expand that comfort zone, expand our context, yeah. that can bring powerful and positive things into our mind and into our lives. Well, I love that because you're talking about, you know, fear and anxiety and all these things. Like those are challenges that, that people can feel, right? Fear, doubt, excuses, limiting beliefs. And those things are simply fruits, to use a tree analogy. Those are the fruits of the tree that you are seeing. So if you're experiencing those things in your life, you have to look at the tree, right? If there's something wrong with the tree, you don't look at the fruit, you look at the root, so you have to look at root causes. What is it that is causing that fear, that anxiety, that doubt, those excuses, that procrastination, the limiting beliefs, the whatever it is, it's in the roots. How do we repair the roots and strengthen the roots? By working on our mindset. And that's what's so cool is as you focus on, and that's why we're so passionate about this whole mindset thing where people are like, eh, this is kind of weird. No, it's not. <laughs> You talk to anybody who is highly successful in life, they have a great, great importance or a great focus on improving their mindset because they understand that by working on your mindset and improving it, you will actually be able to nurture and strengthen those roots of your tree, which will in turn eliminate that bad fruit that you don't want, all those negative things, and it will grow and nurture healthy fruit, good fruit, that will give you the results that you're looking for. Absolutely. And and really, the word challenges is taken in a negative context a lot of times. And it gets back to perception versus reality. Um, do we perceive it as a negative thing? Or is it an opportunity for improvement? Anytime that we, we look at a challenge as an opportunity, we have the ability to grow stronger roots and as such grow, build that stronger tree and have better fruits. So perfect. One of the things that, uh, another one that I've got here is focus on things that you can control. This is a hard one for me because sometimes 
I like to be in control of everything. But the reality is, I've got four kids. I am not in control of very many things in my house, <laughs> even though I'd like to think that I am. So from a mindset, really look at what are the things that you can control and what are the things that you can really have an effect on the outcome. And instead of spending time stressing about the things that you can't control, just identify them, list them all out, identify them, and then wipe them off your plate. And once you've gotten those things that you can't control off of your plate, now you can come up with a strategic plan to, to really go with everything else that you can control and come up with a plan to accomplish that, to reach your goals, and to have success in your business. I love that. Yeah, there's, you just have to yeah, accept you can't control everything. And one of those things that you absolutely cannot control is when you're going to die. Well, I guess some people do, but right, most people, you don't, don't control when they're going to die. And fear of death is something that is really, really, it's, it's interesting, right? It's very interesting. How would you act differently if you knew exactly the date and time of your death? Like if it was set in stone and you knew, okay, this day, this time, I'm done. How would that change the choices that you make, how you lived your life, how you treated others? You know, I think it would uh, drastically change. And I'm, I'm sure we've all had folks in our lives, right, who uh, family members or friends who have had, you know, situations like that, terminal illnesses and things. I know I have where they did know basically when they were going to die. And it definitely changed how they the choices that they made. And uh, there's a song I love, uh, Live Like You Were Dying by Tim McGraw. And um, it is, yeah, the lyrics on it, I recommend you go listen to it. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting to consider the possibilities of, of, um, of what it is, how you would change if you, if you knew exactly when you were going to die. But to use another, another analogy, because I love, I love myself some analogies here. When we're all born, it's like we're thrown out of a figurative plane, right? You're born, you're thrown out of the plane. And then most people think like, oh, I've got a parachute, so I'm just going to kind of cruise and enjoy the view as I'm sailing down. And then once you, you know, once you land on the ground, then your time is up and you're dead. Okay, we don't have parachutes. We were all thrown out of this plane and none of us have parachutes. I don't know if you've ever been skydiving. I love skydiving. <laughs> skydiving is a lot of fun. Um, but when you are flying, you're going fast. And so some people... They're like screaming and yelling and just angry and upset and bitter the entire way down. And other people have decided, once again, the event, we were all thrown out of the airplane without a parachute. What is your interpretation? Some people are like, hey, they're happy. They're making friends. They're having a party on the way down. They're just having a positive, positive experience, realizing, you know what? Either way, I'm going to hit the ground sooner or later. So I want to leave the most positive impact. I want to bless the most lives. I want to create the largest legacy. And I want to nurture the strongest relationships in the amount of time that I have while I'm falling. And so, you know, sometimes I've, I've heard it said that, that the largest indicator of how many people attend your funeral is the weather. I don't know if that's true, but it makes sense. I mean, I, I would believe it. Right. We're, a lot of times we're so afraid of doing things or saying things because, oh, what will others think? What will they say? How will they judge me? Really? <laughs> Most people don't care. Right. It's not we're so caught up in in ourselves, in our own 
lack of, of confidence and lack of just, I don't know, as, as, as humans, right? That's how we are. So just remember, we're all flying <laughs> or falling rather. <laughs> Gravity works. We're all falling. None of us have parachutes. And sooner or later, you're going to hit the ground. So why not make the most of your time in the most positive way possible so that after you do make a little indention in the ground and you're just a, a distant memory for those who are still flying, it'll be a positive one and one that will continue to bless their lives and for other you know, lives of, for your friends and family and for future generations moving forward. Yeah, um, that's going to be the, the subject of another future episode is impact. How do you impact your community, your family, your friends, the world around you? How do you impact? And no, that's not a skydiving reference. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the next one that I want to talk about is about recognizing and celebrating your results and successes. A lot of times... You know, business and life, it's not all unicorns and rainbows. We, we have hard things that we go through. And so really being retrospective and celebrating and taking advantage of the highs when they come of those successes really can help carry you through the roller coaster of life and being an entrepreneur. Well, and it's and another thing that and this has been really beneficial for me personally as an entrepreneur is creating milestones, small achievable milestones. Because a lot of times, especially for certain personalities, you are so focused on that long term, you know, that five, ten year goal that the goalpost is so far away. It sometimes it feels really hard to get. It's like, am I ever going to get there? Am I ever going to get there? Am I ever going to get there? And so by still maintaining your long term goals yet at the same time identifying, hey, here are kind of micro, micro achievements or micro goals along the way. You can do exactly what you're saying, Levi. Celebrate those and that kind of gives you almost like a little turbo boost of momentum moving forward because you're feeling like, great, I'm, achie I'm achieving my goals, I'm accomplishing, I'm winning, I'm doing all these things that I'm, that I'm wanting to do um, by, by defining those little milestones moving forward is, uh, can be very empowering. So I, I like that, that you say turbo boost. The last thing that we're going to talk about today really is about turbo boosting your success with the success cycle. So it all starts with a belief. There's a reason that we spent this much time last week and this week on mindset, because it is one of the biggest things that you need to be spending your time on for improvement and growth. You got to have mindset. If your mindset isn't there, you are just going to be struggling repeatedly. It's like hitting your head against the wall, except the wall is a steel wall and it's just going to hurt over and over and over again. So start with belief. Start with your mindset in a belief in yourself that you have the capacity to do things that you can't even imagine possible right now. We all have amazing talents and capacities that we haven't even developed yet. So really find who you want to be and then take it head on. Well, and, and once you define that belief, right, you take that belief and your belief, everything, it's, it's a domino effect, right? 
So with the correct belief, that will lead you into the proper action. Once you've defined this is who I am, this is the belief I have, this is the context I'm living in, this is you know the paradigm of how I see things, your actions will then, they have to, your actions will fall in line with those beliefs. By doing the correct actions, those actions will produce the results desired. By achieving those results, what are you doing? We're always, our brain is always looking for justification. We always wanna be right. And so whether that is an empowering justification or a sabotage, we will do things in order to prove that we are right. And so by having the correct belief, following with the correct, which will generate the correct action, which will produce the desired result, that is then simply a confirmation, right? A confirmation and solidification of that belief that, you know what? I was right. I can do this. I have done this. And you know what? I can do it again and again and again. It's always, everything is cyclical, right? It's, it's a cycle. And so you're either going into an empowering cycle that is continuing to produce greater and greater success for you or a disempowering cycle that simply continues to take you lower, 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 lower until you give up. Because over time, as you continue to generate that success and continue to receive that confirmation over and over again that what I'm doing is working, I'm getting the results, well, your long-term benefit over that, besides obviously all the success, is confidence. When you look at somebody that is so, so confident in what they're doing and they have such a, just a presence about them and a certainty, it's because they have received the result, they have the, the belief, action, result, confirmation over and over and over again to the point to where there's no doubt. They know this works I can do it. I'm capable. doesn't matter what challenges come in my way. And that creates the ultimate confidence, which then, of course, in turn, creates even more success. Awesome. Thanks for that, Ryan. So that's the end of what we've got for you. What I would encourage you guys to do is really take some quiet, reflective time on all of this, where your mindset is at and where you want your mindset to be. Focus on the I am, those affirmations, and really do that on a consistent daily basis and try and experiment. Even if you believe it's a bunch of hogwash, try and experiment. Try it for 30 days and see if you can tell the difference at the end of the 30 days. And you know what? Come back and let us know how it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, I, hey, let's do it now. 30 day challenge. 30 we day challenge. challenge. It's on. 30 day challenge starting today right? 30 day challenge and we'll do it too. I'll do it. Levi, you're on, on board. Yep. I'm, okay. I'm all in. So let's do that. Let's do the 30 day affirmation challenge and then, um, let's have a conversation, right? we got the Facebook group. We've got, uh, you know, YouTube channel and other places where you guys can contact us, but let's have a conversation and, and kind of find out some of the benefits that we're all receiving by doing this. So I love it. Okay. Awesome. And next week, what we're going to be diving into is our top five tips for extreme organization and efficiency. It's going to be good. <laughs> we look forward to having you guys with us then. Once again, remember, we have got our Facebook group and uh, championhustle.com is where you can go to find all the links for everything. But plug in there and we'd love to get to know you and just build those relationships as we all work towards creating our own success in our own lives through our own personal champion hustle. We wish you the best. Thank you, Levi. It's been, been a blast. Yes, it has. 
Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Champion Hustle podcast. For more great content and to join our online community, visit us at championhustle.com. Mm-hmm.